Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I would like to make a superficial observation about our beagle, Sadie. Yes. Uh, was it about a month ago that she went in? month and a half ago, she went in for surgery because she had that growth on her leg. Yeah, I think the, that was like two months ago. Two months ago. Okay. So she goes in. She has to have this growth removed from her leg. Luckily, it wasn't cancerous, but- uh, It was a, cancerous, but they got it all. But they got it all, yeah. right. And- um, while she was under anesthesia, they also took care of this thing. I don't even know what to call it. Was it like a mole? It was like a skin tag. A skin tag, but it was hard and it was on top of her head and it was kind of gross, but it, it, it was a slow growing mole type of thing. And every time we would go in for, for a regular checkup with Sadie, they would look at it and they would take some cells from it and they would say, it's completely harmless. It's just a thing that happens as dogs get older. Well, when she went in for her surgery to have her leg done, they said, would you like us to whack that thing off her head? No problem. We could do that. No problem while she's, while she's under. We said, yeah, do it. Didn't really think. Take care of everything. Anything you got to yeah. do while she's knocked out. Clean her teeth. Yes. She, oh, yeah. She teeth. also got her teeth cleaned, right? Yeah. So they did all this stuff. I think, I think, I have noticed an attitude change in Sadie. And I think it's because we had them remove that mole. I think she was feeling insecure. Why would you think that? About her, about her mole. Because it was kind of ugly. And but was, what's the attitude change? She just seems more cheerful, more outgoing, more willing to participate in family events. And I think and I, I think it's purely superficial. I think she was like when I was in 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 like high, early high school, I had really bad acne for like a year. Did you? Yeah. I didn't go, know that about you. Yes. So I didn't want to go to parties, school dances, stuff like that. I want to be around people with gross face, you know, mm -hmm. I think the same thing happened to say, then I got, then we went to the dermatologist and, uh, got, you know, professional treatment, got it all cleaned up. Everything was fine. Got cleared up. And then I, I started to, you know, want to hang out with people again. Cause I wasn't pimple kid. I think Sadie went through the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think she feels, she felt she, insecure around me, you and Ellie. Yeah. And Lily. And Lily. Hmm. But now that that's gone, she's like, I'm back to myself. Brand new beagle. Brand new beagle. 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 Why was that? That was weird. I don't know. Brand new beagle. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. 
My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for indoor plumbing, specifically the toilets. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for whiteboards. I love a good whiteboard. I, uh, You, by the way, have tremendous whiteboard penmanship. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, okay. We were in a meeting with someone the other day. I told them this. I have never told you this before. So this will be a new story for you. And for most people listening, when I was in fifth grade, I had a science teacher who had the best handwriting ever, the best whiteboard handwriting ever. And I had little whiteboards at home that I would like do homework on and whatever. And I spent hours trying to replicate her handwriting. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's how my handwriting turned out so good. My parents both have really great handwriting. I can, my mom's cursive penmanship, Mm -hmm. like if she was writing a letter or a card to someone, I can always see it in my head. And I was always impressed at how her lines would be so straight. Yeah. Like in a card Mm -hmm. and her, her letters were always the same size. And I can see the way she signed her name Mm because her name was Donna Dollar. So the two D's look the same. And my dad was uh, an engineer, like a tool, his role title was like a tool designer. So he engineered, he worked on um, making plans for tools and equipment and stuff, like engineering type things. And you have to have very precise, neat handwriting for that. Mm -hmm. And so I remember his print handwriting was always very neat. I have terrible handwriting. I don't think you have terrible handwriting. Really? Yeah, I think you have cute handwriting, but mine is very like feminine for sure. And it's very like straight and it's a copy. It is a total ripoff of my fifth grade science teacher. Well, you do it well. Thank you. And the reason I'm uh, grateful for indoor plumbing is I woke up uh, two nights ago in the middle of the night because I had to pee and it was pouring outside. And in the, in, in the, you know how, when you walk, when you wake up at like three in the morning to go to the bathroom. And you try to not wake up fully. Yeah, because you like you don't want to open your eyes all the way because that might wake you up a little bit more. So you're like trying to keep your eyes as closed as possible without tripping on Ellie's toys. Yep. No unnecessary lights go on. Mm -hmm. No. And you try to really limit your thoughts. One of the thoughts I had. It is intense concentration from the bed to the toilet to the sink back to bed. Yes. And one of the thoughts I had as I was climbing back into bed is. I'm so glad I don't live in a time where I would have had to go out back mm-hmm. to pee because mm-hmm. it's pouring rain. It's probably chilly. You know, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. But anywho, so. Then you'd have a chilly bum. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants a chilly bum. No. I saw this story where this. Well, per- I was peeing, so my bum would still be warm. Mm, got it. Um, there is a professor at the University of Tennessee in Chattanooga. And on his first day, you know, you get a syllabus when you go into class. He gives the syllabus. Isn't the University of Tennessee in Knoxville? Yeah, but this is the Chattanooga branch. Oh, they have like a campus. They have, yeah, like UNC, Asheville, UNC in Chapel Hill, that kind of thing. So he um, says, everybody read the syllabus. I know there are some things that are like standard for the university, but I rewrote it and there are some changes. So it's very important that you read your syllabus. 70, 71 students in the class, I think, read it. 
what they didn't know, because not one of them thoroughly read their syllabus, is that in the syllabus, he had given the code, a combination to a locker that had 50 bucks in it. Really? Nice. And he, the professor went and checked it on the very last day of school. Nobody had opened it. Oh, so he let it ride for the whole semester. Whole semester. No one touched it. I had a teacher in fourth grade do the same thing. Was it with a cash? Genius. Was it a cash prize or was it? No, it was not a cash prize. It was a math test. And in the directions, it said, skip this quiz once you read this and come outside of the classroom, like when you're done. So yeah, like don't take this test. Is, ba- is like what so it said. In the, in the directions, mm-hmm. it said, don't take the test. But he was banking on the majority of people not reading the directions and just diving right into it. Yeah, my fourth grade teacher. Yeah, and same with this guy. And I think that's a brilliant teacher trick. It's amazing because it really, I will never forget that. And while I don't read everything thoroughly now as an adult, you know, like when Apple's like, hey, do you want to give away your life and accept these terms and conditions? Sure. Like, yeah, whatever. Here's um, 71 pages of fine print to read in order for you to buy this $1.99 app. I'm like, I'm good. But Let's I can I can tell you that like for high school, college, like whatever, I did read more carefully. And I actually was hoping that another teacher would do that. So I could be the kid that walked out of the classroom like, yeah, I read it. My, no one ever did, my seventh grade science teacher put in, I don't think it was a syllabus, but he handed something out at the beginning of the year. Um, He was a science teacher who was very meticulous Mm -hmm. about uh, the, the order of things like he, the scientific method. Um, So everything was very precise with Mm -hmm. the way he did stuff. So at the start of the school year, you got a, directive uh, or a directory of the classroom and also a directive of how you were to use your desk. Like your notebook goes in the right thing, you know, in the right Perhaps drawer. a bit OCD. No, the reason he did that is because in order to practice proper scientific method, you have to be able to replicate experiments identically. So he was trying to teach us that you always put your notebook in the same spot because what if you're doing an experiment that's affected by the metal mm. rings on your notebook or something? You know, it was it mm-hmm. was extreme, but he did it. Anyways, in one of those um, pieces of paper he wrote out, or he handed out at the beginning of the year, he wrote in there, if you write the word banana beneath your name on any quiz I hand out this year, I'll add five points to your score. And uh, Did you do it? I didn't catch it. Mm. Like two people did, and they were like two. One of them, I believe, was David Muir. Well, oh, he would. Of course, he would. He's now the anchor of World News Tonight. But uh, two people did it, and I remember at the end of the semester, people were so mad at the people who did it for not telling the other people that it was a, a an option. So the point with all that, kids, read your stuff. Okay, how is your purge going? Because well, I I woke up this morning. Well, you woke up after me, but when I, when I, after I came out of the shower and stuff, you were still, you, you spent the entire day in, in about 25% of the main floor of our house. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're moving slower than you wanted to move. 
I'm moving slower than I wanted to move, but I wanted to get things perfect. And I also rearranged the furniture a little bit. So I feel like the rest of things will go a little bit quicker because the kitchen is there's no furniture to rearrange in the kitchen, right? There's nothing to like go through. Like the stuff I went through today, I went through 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 24 drawers. That many all in that one mm-hmm. cabinet? One cabinet, two desk drawers, and then there's that little built-in desk with a little tiny room. Um, So I did that. I also went through all of the dog toys and purged the dog toys. I don't know if you noticed that. God bless. We have um, BarkBox that comes every month for for the dogs. We love it. And and, in every BarkBox comes two stuffed toys, sometimes three, which is great because the dogs love to tear up stuffed toys. But we never get rid of the old carcasses. So we have a basket overflowing filled with old smelly toys. Yeah, we don't need them. So we're gone. I'm happy. So I did that. I also organized Ellie's toys. Okay, I saw that. And I like purged like what she has like either grown out of or had no interest in or whatever. Um, just because we we don't need the clutter. And I know we'll have another kid at some point, but I just didn't, I, we can't save everything. So I did that. So yesterday was very, very tedious. Today is going to be like kitchen day. And then I'm going to move upstairs. And to be honest, I think you should let me go through your wardrobe and purge stuff. Um, you can, I was going to do that anyways. Um, it's been on my list. Let me ask you when you were doing the stuff that you were doing, did you hide anything of mine with? No, but I'm going to do that with, cause you didn't have any stuff like, cause it's kind of like my office area is yeah. what I was doing yesterday. But I know some of those drawers you went through, like one of them has like nine surge protectors. Yeah. I just relocated things. So my other goal was like, there's office, there's, drawers in my current office space that are be that are being used for like what I'll call utility stuff, right? So in my head, I'm creating like a utility area. Okay. So I didn't hide your stuff because I feel like two surge protectors, we used to have 16, right? So we we narrowed it down, but we still might need surge protectors at some point. So I put them in a pile that's going to be in the garage. And my plan is to measure the piles and take the biggest pile, get the biggest bin, and then have the same size bins based on the largest pile. Does that make sense? Okay. So when we go into the garage, there won't be mismatched. Oh, you see, you want to be very tidy with the bins and stuff. That's my goal. Here's the problem. All right. I have ADHD. And one of the big problems that I have with that is I, it's very hard for me to complete tasks. Yep. So I'm making sure that things are put away, but I just don't know if my brain can handle following through with the organization. That's my goal. I'm going to cheer myself through it, but it is very, very hard for me. My biggest problem when I do something like what you're talking about is my methodology of purging or cleaning an area is get everything out of it and then put it back neatly. So um, if I was going to clean out, like you talked about doing some of the stuff in my closet, what I would do is take everything out of my closet and put it on the bed 
and then one by one mm -hmm. evaluate each piece while it goes back in the closet. But because I'm similar to you, the problem with that is I get the bed covered and stuff, and then I get bored with the project. And right. I'm like, I'm going to go downstairs and make a grilled cheese. Then I go downstairs and have a grilled cheese. Then Ellie's up for her nap, and it's a nice day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take her for a walk. And then we go for a walk. And then I come back, and I'm like, oh, we, we ended up going for a hike, not a walk. I'm a little tired. I'm going to take a nap. But I can't take a nap because the bed's covered and stuff. So I take a nap on the couch. Do you and think then, you have ADHD? 100%. Would you ever take meds for that? Um, Could you well, imagine if you were diagnosed with ADHD and maybe you're not, maybe I'm just, I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know. And then you took medication and all of the stresses because your need for processes or whatever medication kind of simplifies all of that. What if you had spent your whole life like this and then you wound up going on medication and things were just more organized in your brain? Here's what Fascinating. The, the last, the, my last therapist that I talked to about medication, because there was a, a time that I was exploring anxiety medicine, mm -hmm. and I did go on Lexapro for a while. Um, she said that some of the conditions that I was describing look like ADHD, but are actually symptoms of anxiety. So that's why we didn't go down the ADHD. Yes. Route. And, and that's something that I have, um, like, had a deep dive with too with my psychiatrist because um, I've had a couple psychiatrists in my life. And when I was originally diagnosed, like, yeah, some of the things like you can treat one and also kind of like treat the other. Help the other, yeah. Um, but anyways, it would be interesting for you because yeah. like I know you didn't like the anxiety meds, but that would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't care for the, some of the side effects. You did not. But I think ADHD medications are different if you give them a chance, but it is interesting because Jeff is one of those people that, and then I think a lot of people that struggle with anxiety are like this. There is a certain set of anxiety that also comes with starting medication. Yeah. Like, okay. I actually, is it impacting my heart? Is it impacting my, like that in itself is a very overwhelming process to you. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I actually am not. I don't have anxiety about this is so this there, there's so few people who are going to get this because this is such an anxiety sentence that I'm about to say. I don't have a problem once I'm at the doctor and the doctor saying, here's what you need to take A, B, C, D. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is I don't want to go to the doctor until everything is right. Until it's the proper time to go to the doctor. Oh my gosh. And I know that doesn't make sense to so many people, but I'm like, okay. It's like anxiety is like a which came first, the chicken or the yes. egg. And this is like the same. You're like, well, my life is going to be more complicated, but I'm going to wait for it to be less complicated to yes. start the medication. But my yes. life won't be less complicated yes. until I start the medication. Yes. Yeah. If we were, if we were in a church right now, I'd be singing hallelujah because you're Preaching. I think it's amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All of the above. <laughs> I have been off of my routine for a week and a half now, right? I have been totally out of my normal day-to-day -day schedule, which sometimes I love, but it leaves the self-care for me to a minimum because I'm a little out of sorts. And that includes my hydration. Now I've noticed since I've been off and drinking less water that my face is dry, my lips are dry, and it just feels 
feels really not good. So I'm trying to get back into a routine, but you know what's helping me? Liquid IV. If you're someone who struggles with drinking a lot of water during the day, Liquid IV is going to be a game changer for you. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. My favorite liquid IV flavor is lemon lime, and it is so easy to quickly suck down because it tastes so good. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, has no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients, and it's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab liquid IV in bulk at Nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com promo code upside. Ladies, I want you to know that men want to take great care of their skin, but they're intimidated. They see your side of the bathroom counter with all of your serums and lotions and potions and and washes and soaps and, and sponges and all the gadgetry and they worry that they're not going to do that good of a job. Well, there is a solution. It's called Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab has three steps that will take care of your man's skin. As a matter of fact, one of the steps, their face serum was named by GQ is the best natural face serum for men. So if you want your man to take better care of his skin and deal with redness and red spots, dry skin, oily skin, help them out with uh, by turning them on to Caldera Lab. Now, there is a great deal right now for brand new Caldera Lab customers, but you have to go to calderalab.com slash upside or use the code upside at checkout. You'll save 30% off your first purchase. Now, here's what you're going to see when you go to the website. You're just going to see three products. You're going to see the face serum that I was just telling you about. You're also going to see a revolutionary cleanser and a moisturizer. Three steps. Keep it simple and you'll notice a difference immediately. Once again, that website, C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B dot com slash upside or use the discount code upside at checkout caldera lab.com slash upside save 30 percent okay now i know the saying new year new you is kind of cheesy and overused but i really don't mind it because i love the idea of starting a new year with fresh new goals and most of my goals are centered around self-improvement and if you're like me and you're looking for a way to add some more and maybe some unique self-improvement to your life. What about taking care of your skin? I've said it for years. You only get one face, so it's important to take care of it. My face is what I present to people for the first time and whether or not they're actually looking at my skin, it can make me feel so insecure if my skin is not looking my best. And I have been fighting melasma for years. Last year, I signed up for Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company that offers science oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne and other skin concerns. Apostrophe connects you with a board certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan just for you. I went to Apostrophe's website and took their online quiz about my skin. Then I uploaded a few photos of my problem areas. And the next day I woke up with a message from a dermatologist with a prescription and an option to purchase. It was that easy. 
and prescription medication is a game changer. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use the code UPSIDE to get your dermatologist-crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, This first one, I caught my attention because the headline says, what do sleep specialists do when they can't sleep? There's a... There's a line right there. I would click on that. And so I clicked on the link and I was bummed by the first couple things because it's like, you know, don't drink coffee after 2 p.m. The usual. Blah, blah, blah. We all know. Have a relaxing routine at bedtime. You know, meditate. Snooze. Read a book and put lavender in your eyes or whatever. Then, but here's the one that really got me that I was like, oh, this is a good one. If you cannot fall asleep because your mind is racing. Problem numero uno for me. Get up, leave the room where you're supposed to sleep in, mm-hmm. so leave the bedroom, or if you're falling asleep on the couch, get off the couch, go to a different room, and then brain dump everything that you're thinking about. They recommend- Like write it down? Doing it on a pad of paper with a pen. Mm-hmm not doing it into a device, but just write down all the stuff that you're thinking about. So if you're like, oh crap, I gotta go to the grocery store because people are coming over for New Year's. And oh, the next week I gotta pick up dry clean because I go back to work on Monday. And oh, I got this. And oh, what am I gonna do about this? And we're going on vacation in two months. And what are that? And all that stuff. Just dump it all out and then leave that pen and paper outside of the sleeping room, your bedroom Mm -hmm. most likely. Go back and get into bed thought that was brilliant because symbolically like practically it elsewhere yeah practically you're getting those those racing thoughts out of your brain and you're putting them on a to-do list effectively but symbolically you're also leaving them away from the bed Hmm. it's a good one okay uh my second random thing is uh oh i pulled this because you're doing your purge thing something to think about when you're cleaning your closet if you're holding on to clothes that no longer fit you. So if you got a pair of jeans that like you could rock in college, but now you're two babies later and they don't fit so well, Mm -hmm. or like in my case, you might not even know this, but do you know, I have the t-shirt that I was wearing when we, you and I met. What? Wait, what shirt? It's Johnny Cash. I love that shirt. I don't think that was a shirt. It was. The, at I, the music industry event thing? Yep. That was also the shirt that you wore the day that you came to see me at a music industry event, and it was right before you left for your oh, triathlon? No. That's the that's what I'm talking about. That oh, was, yeah, that's not when we met, but I gave Jeff, like, I think that was, like, when we kind of solidified, like, when I kind of, like, emotionally made my move. Yeah. You were going on the triathlon yep. and I made encouragement affirmations for you for every day that you were going to be gone. So sweet. And. But we were just quote, just friends. Yeah. Cause that's something just friends do. 
Um, but we had at that point we had. Were even you like, kissed. oh, she likes me? Yeah, I'm like, oh, she's on the line. I got this fish on the line. <laughs> um, Do you still have those cards? Yeah. But you should. Anyway, my point is you should keep that shirt. I love that shirt. I have the outfit. I know that, you love that shirt, but if I put it on right now, it's going to be like a crop top. But I'll, I can wear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can. Um, but. I have the outfit you proposed to me in, by the way. You do? Uh-huh. And I'll probably won't fit in it again, but I'm not getting rid of it. That's cute. Also, the shoes I wore on our wedding day that I don't love anymore, but I'm not getting rid of. And yeah, all of that stuff. So sentimentality aside, if you are hanging on to clothes, something that you might not realize because it happens on a subconscious level is clothes that don't fit that still live in your closet that you still look at cause you anxiety. Mm -hmm. They're micro anxieties. Yeah, I totally. Yes, 100%. So, so if you're going through this drawer and, and I... I feel like this is something, I mean, it affects me too, but I think this is something that affects women more than guys. But I realize that I have a box on a shelf in the, in the closet that has maybe four pairs of jeans in it, maybe six, like when I say jeans, like jeans or khakis, casual pants in it that don't fit me right now. And every time I see it, it makes me feel a tiny bit bad. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I'm not going to throw these jeans out. They're perfectly great jeans. And I'm going to lose the weight. And then I haven't lost any weight. So they still sit in the box. And every time I see it, I remind, I'm reminded. Yeah. So Plus, by the time you get back in shape. You'll want new clothes. You'll want new clothes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, anyhow, so the whole point is uh, when you're cleaning and when you're purging, let go of the stuff that doesn't fit anymore because uh, not only – is it taking up space in your closet, but it's also taking up space in your brain. It's if living rent-free in your head. If you can't bring yourself to get rid of it completely, seal it in a box and put it somewhere where you can't see it. Out of sight, out of mind. And my third random thing is the average consumer spent $998 on gifts, holiday items, and other non-gift holiday-related purchases for their friends and families this year. $998 a lot of money. the average. Yep. So those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. You are in luck if you wanted an Upside Gratitude Journal, a Callie and Jeff Gratitude Journal, but did not receive one. Or if you didn't think you wanted one, and now with the new year right around the corner, you're like, you know what? Next year, my word's going to be gratitude. I need to practice gratitude. We have a few left in stock. Yes, we do. You can go to callieandjeff.com. Actually, what do, what do you usually get, give out? Didn't you make us a cool link? I can never remember it, but I know you yeah, did. It's a tricky one, so it's <laughs> tough to remember, but um, it's shop.callieandjeff.com. So shop. You're so rude. Dot <laughs> Callie and Jeff dot 
gmail.com. And maybe, maybe you are going into the new year and doing gratitude with a friend and you want an accountability partner. So you're both going to get gratitude journals. We also have a couple of the with gratitude bags left. Um, if you want to get your hands on those just to, you know, get 2022 started out with a bang. Cause as last year has proved, we don't know what's going to happen. Nothing little there's not much under our control. What is under our control is how we think about it and how we view the world and how we tackle things, even when they don't go our way. And even when they are tricky, horrible, or, you know, just totally unexpected. Gratitude is the answer for all of those things. So do not sleep in these gratitude journals. Um, you are going to love them. It will change your life. Also, I know in our store, I think we only have like two of those bags left. Oh, we do? Bags. Okay. And there is only one silver hope necklace. We didn't even really talk much about the hope we necklaces. We really didn't. I'm mad at myself for that, but. But we have silver and gold hope necklaces and the story of the necklaces and the earrings are the same. If, if you have somebody in your life who needs hope or needs encouragement, you give them this as a gift and you encourage them when whatever they're hoping for happens that they then gift it to somebody else who needs hope. Um, but we've had earrings for a while and Callie made necklaces last year or earlier this year. And we put them on sale and didn't really even talk about them. And all but one of the silver ones sold out. And we've only got like five of the gold ones left. Yay. So what's the website? Shop.callieandjeff.com. Good job. Hi, I'm calling randomly because I'm on a mini vacation out of our normal state. And we are at a regular place where we always go to. We've brought our kids to the last 15 years. However, poor staff is understaffed and being treated miserably. So I just want to call and say how grateful I am for every server, every waiter, every bartender, every hotel, matriarch, housekeeper, whoever you are out there having to take the brunt of everybody who is just being so rude and nasty because they can't take 15 more minutes of waiting or whatever it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am grateful, grateful, grateful for you. And God bless you. And thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for your sacrifice, as well as, you know, the health workers, everybody. But a lot of people are taking it right now and everybody should stop and maybe think about that. Like, just give somebody a break. No matter how annoyed you are, no matter how stressed you are, stop, take a break, and just think about it a little bit and give somebody some grace and kindness because they're doing the best they can, just like all of us. Happy New Year, and baby Ellie's little pictures were so cute. Happy New Year. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside and you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash upside just because you're a listener to this podcast. Now, if you're not feeling down or depressed or angry, it's, you might not think that therapy could be helpful or useful, but here's the truth. If something is holding you back from being your very best self, Therapy could be the answer. You can unload stress that you might not even realize you have. Once you get it out, once you're talking to someone who's completely unbiased, somebody who's not going to judge you, you might notice a big difference. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start talking with your therapist in as soon as 48 
hours. Like I said, Upside listeners get a great deal right now. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for being a long-term sponsor of this podcast. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Leanne. I am listening to episode 749. You guys are talking about changing the format um, and doing seasons. For the sake of my OCD brain, please, 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 please do S10 EP14 and then the name of the episode. Please do not just do the straight name of the episode. It will drive me insane. I may be the only one, but please, for the sake of my tiny brain, please do it that way. I have another podcast I listen to that do it that way, and it's fantastic. Please, please, please do season number, episode number, title. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Callie. Um, I was calling to comment on two things. One, the meal planning. I am a teacher, and I have four kids. And one of my coworkers um, told me that she meal planned every week. So I do it by the week, depending on what's on sale. And I cook all of my meat on Sunday. So then when I get home, I just have to do the quick side dishes or reheat whatever I have. And dinner is literally on the table within 15 minutes. And it's amazing and saves a lot of money. The other thing is about Christmas decorations. Callie, like you, I get a little bit sad. Um, I actually take down my tree. My family makes fun of me. But I take down my tree, um, the, not the day after, but like two days after Christmas because it makes me sad to look at it knowing that Christmas is not there for another year and then it gets me back on my regular schedule and back into my routine where I feel better. Okay, hope you guys are great. Congratulations on the one nap a day. Ellie is rolling. Bye. Hey guys, um, I wanted to just say a few things. I really love the idea of renaming the episodes like and dividing it into seasons. And I think that's great because I know when I search on a new podcast, I always look for the seasons and it's a great way to organize them. I think that's a good idea. Um, and then I loved the three random things today about the playing cards. That was awesome. Uh, I thought that was great. I had no clue. All right. Have a great day and good luck with the organizing. I wish I could do that too, Callie. I have lots of goals for this week and a lot of them are not happening, but do it. Bye. You guys are cracking me up, Jeff. When Callie said she's going to organize the whole house, and you're like, the whole house? Honey, bunny, that's how we feel every time you have a brilliant idea. <laughs> the rest of the world, here's your 50-step New Year's resolution, and we're all like, what the? <laughs> oh, my God, you guys are too cute. Callie, I know you can do it. <laughs> Bye. Hey, this is Cheryl from Noonan. Um, it's the 29th day of December, which means that I've heard the show close 29 times, and I still crack up every time. I love it, and I'm sort of bummed that it's going to end. Um, y'all have a great day. Bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. 